good. Am I good? No. Am I good? Yeah, you're right. Yo, my boy, I'm half funny today. I know, I know you're not <laughs> good. I'm you mad funny. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, nothing. All right. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the In the Fire podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Whether you're listening on Spotify, since you're watching us on YouTube. Check us out on TikTok. Check us out on YouTube Shorts. Check us out on TikTok. Like. But also, make sure to check out the Patreon. <laughs> make sure to check out the Patreon. It's the strongest Christian community in the game. The and, um, oh, in the game and the worst of the world of the game. Mm-hmm. The world is a game. Wait. What? That's, dude, you sound half wish right now. I ain't going to hold you, player. Anyway. <laughs> that's that's not biblical. That's Don't say that again. It's not biblical. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, all but, right, um, all right. yeah no for real check out the patreon uh we love you we welcome you to the podcast to the in the fire podcast yeah today we're talking about the bible mm, i guess oh okay yeah because i just had deja vu <laughs> and it's kind of weird i don't care i feel like i've seen this situation i don't know i don't know Maybe, maybe like a 65 other times. No, nah, it's not like that. No? <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> it's not like no, that. No, but um, yeah, why are you still joking? We're going to talk about the okay. Bible. Okay. Why are you still joking? Whoa. We're going to talk about the Bible. Whoa. Today. Whoa. Calm your calm. Settle down. I'll settle down. Settle down. Settle I'll down. Settle down. <laughs> all, right. all right. All right. But this time in though. all seriousness, um, everything we do, the way we live. All the information we retain All from we church, know, every, everything we know, everything is um, biblical. But from the Bible, why do we trust it so much? Why do we read it so Could much? Could I not trust it? Why? Why are we told to trust it? Why are we told to read it? What makes it a trustworthy source? Why? Why do they call it the the uh, the Word of God? Hmm. You know, where did it come from? Why did it come from? Who did it come from? How did it come from? Hmm. What is the Bible? What is the Bible? What is the Bible? Uh, it's a collection of historical books. There's prophecies. There's, yes. there's the gospels. There's the epistles. There's uh, just a, uh, I don't even know, like just a sandwich of just all these different things happening at different time periods. Like yeah. the span of like the generation, like of Genesis to uh, Revelation is, is insane. There's so much time in the middle of uh, that. I think it's 1,600 years. 1,600 years. Yes. Man. Th- I believe so. The Bible is, is amazing. Um, it's I, amazing. I, it, it started 1,500 BC to 100 AD. Or AD. Well, Genesis started at zero. Well, when it was written, I mean. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh, you're talking about the span of when? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I think what you're saying is better. Is better. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were from, talking about when it was written. no written. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Moses written, written all that stuff. It's crazy. It's really right. cool. Right. Pretty cool thing about that, man. But the Bible. Six sixty-six books total. Yes. In a span of sixteen hundred years. Written by forty different authors. Imagine you writing the Bible. Crazy. And they all tell one story. And they all represent the word of God. Yeah. How? Bro, I mean, you look at the Bible and what is it? It's it's God redeeming his people for his glory. Right. 
simple as that. Like, well, well, it even it even if you backtrack even more, it's how his people came to needing redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything It's like from from the beginning, you know, from from them choosing <laughs> yeah. to uh, to sin and and rewriting what good is. Yeah, in their own vision, and then God's like, yeah, no, that's, that's it, it. Just it just stems from uh, from a. Uh, distrust is that the word a distrust in god and Mis- what, dis- mistrust maybe Mis- yeah. one, one of them it's like it just stems from that because it, all of us want to do our own thing yeah. and all of us want to write our own 100%. right like you said rights and wrongs and so that's what it's just a sinful nature there's there's so much to unpack man so much so much it's so good it's so good but but why why do we read it so much then because what, it, what about it holds so much power i mean I if think, it, if it was written by by people, why can we trust it? Was it written by people? If for sure it was, but it's like that's the thing. You, I think when I think about Moses, right? And Moses okay. Moses wrote Genesis. He wrote all that, yeah. right? All I just was Moses there during all that. No. What I picture is God just like telling him this, and this would happen. Write this down. Like I just mm. picture that because like it's what okay. the whole everything is right. God breath, right? God breathed. This is yes. all everything in that book is because God made God put it there. Yeah. Right. And, G- G- and Jesus says, like, you know, no word will be added onto or taken off. Right. And if they do, like, something will happen to that person, whatever, whatever, right. whatever. Right. It's like, no, everything that's in that Bible is, you know, God wants it to be there. Like, it's God breath. It's God. The reason why it's there is because God wants it there. Yeah. Right. And just like, I just picture that. I just picture all those things. Like, man, that's God. Like, this is God's word. And it right. stayed true for how many years? Like, this is God's word. And right. then, like, there's, there's like a, a, a difference to it, there's a power to it. The the Bible is also the most widely read book in the entire planet. Yeah. So so to me that's like okay. That's why people study the Bible so much. Mm. What and, and that's why I keep asking the question: Why trust? Why if if it's the most widely read book in the entire planet, has five to seven billion copies? I bet you, every single one of you can get a hold of a Bible right now, mm-hmm. right now. So why why is this book read so much? Why is it studied so much? Why is it trying try to under uh, under be understood so much? Like mm. what? Where is this power coming from? Isn't it, it isn't it just like a normal book with words on a page? Like what makes it the breath of God? And so we we know as believers that the Bible was written by people, obviously, but it was inspired by the Holy yes, Spirit or influenced by the Holy <laughs> yeah. Spirit, right? So these people weren't just like out of their own flesh and their own sinful nature being like, yeah, let's write this down. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. And they, they didn't just come up and have a cool dream and then be like, you know what? I, I want to write this down. This is going to be in the Bible for the rest of history. Like, no. There, there's a reason why people literally spend their entire lives trying to find contradictions to the Bible, to mm. shut down all of Christianity, shut down the whole, everybody that believes in the Bible. Like, mm. they, they spend their whole life trying to find a contradiction. And the fact that 1,600 years span 40 different authors, 60 different books combined into one, yeah. and they all talk about the same message, which is the glory and the love of God. How? How? How is that possible? How? How is there prophets that talk about the coming of Jesus and Jesus actually fulfilling it all in the same book? How? How is yeah. it the long story of, of Israel's history from from being captives in Babylon to being set free to Jesus coming and, and and not responding to the enemy but you know fulfilling God's will and coming to to finish the story basically how mm. Mm. this is insane 
whatever the year it may be farther back i don't know why that just hit me so hard right now where it's just like yeah i mean everything everything that that is in that book is i read it and i'm like wow i, <laughs> I need this yeah, yeah this is actually guiding me i actually yeah. need this guidance and, mm. and it actually relates to my life yeah that many years ago i don't know i just had that quicker relation moment right no i that, mean that's kind of crazy what book can you read um like it's, it's, it's crazy, crazy. It's oh crazy. yeah yeah I, I, i'm sure there's books out there yeah. that will help you but a book that can relate into your entire life and every yeah. situation you have to give you to help you find purpose, help you find a calling, help you recognize that you are loved and chosen by the Father. Recognize that He sent His only Son to die for you and all your sins, so that you may be fret, set free in the name of Jesus. Whoa! Yeah. Uh, hold on. Yeah. And an explanation <clears throat> for why you feel this way, why you're going through all these emotions, um, why you're going through bondage, why am I addicted to this? How can I get out of this? Man. Why? Why am I suffering with um? with loss how do i deal with grief how do i deal with uh, unforgiveness how do i deal bro go to the bible go to the bible yeah that's insane <clears throat> it's crazy that's it's so insane. good and as you were saying about like it shows god's nature and and his love for us right i mean you you read the old testament and you see how israel be you see like god comes crazy um through moses out of captivity from egypt they go through a sea got like they see like the the walls like as if like, they're walls of, of, of water mm. they walk through it right time passes and they say i would rather go back to egypt because at least <laughs> i ate good food over Bozo. there bro Bozo. what are you talking about <laughs> and like god just and, and then the manna like crazy miracle hits the rock water comes out of it nice water beautiful like amazing yeah like god shows his provision he does these crazy things like he helps us out he provides for us he loves us and then time passes the israelites just or moses goes up the mountain for how many i don't even know yeah and then they just go and worship a, a golden calf and it's like bro and like it, it's it's a continuous pattern of like they leave god and then they're like oh god we need you to help us and then god's like his right. mercy and his grace and his love and his and his, his faithfulness he goes and helps them and they're good for a bit and then they go and and i don't know some they they go to different gods and it just repeats and repeats and repeats. And you're just like, bro, what's good with these guys? Are they, are they like dumb or something? Are they stupid? Like, <laughs> you fast, <laughs> but then it's like, you look back at yourself. Are you any better? Chill, 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 chill. Like, are you any better? I have to be better than them. No, I you're not. It's like, and that's the thing. It's like, yes, we see it so plainly and we say how dumb it looks. And how can, how do the Israelites not get it? How do we not get it? Right? It's like, we're choosing these things that do not give us life. Right, but God gives us life, and we should re re relate to that and see His nature. That no matter how many times we mess up, He really is faithful. Like, I, like man, like we have a limit. We have a limit. If somebody kept on saying like, "Oh, loving me for for one day, the next day go and do some crazy stuff to me," and then like, sure, maybe you know, because of the Holy Spirit, I forgive that person, whatever. Okay. But then they do the same thing over and over again by like. The third time I'm done, like, no, go away. I don't want to talk to you no more. Right. Why are you even here? Don't like, come to my house. you're not faithful to don't me. Don't call me. You're doing, don't, don't come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Like, We're done. that for real. Yeah. But then God, like, through so many people, yeah, through so many years, has stayed faithful and has given us second, third, fourth, a billion chances, always forgives, is rich in mercy and, 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 and grace, mm. always. And we see that. We see that through the Israelites constantly. I love you, God. Help us. Please help us. Yeah. God hears their cry. Boom, helps us. And then they go somewhere else. Mm. And then they do all that stuff, all their idols and everything. And it's like, man, you see the patience. You see his love. You see the forgiveness that God has for us. And wow. he consistently shows it time and time again. Always. So the, so the Israelites represent us. 
man right? yeah fallen nature we are fallen we have the fallen nature within us and and the whole bible is a story of the israelites love story i would say yeah yeah the love story of god and right the redemption all the things that they did wrong and then god redeeming them but we are the israelites so if you want to if you want to read a book about yourself <laughs> Read, yeah. read the Bible. Just, just, just read it, like, because you'll see, like, this yeah. is how we really are. We really like, well, oh, one day we like this, one, the other day we're we're out of here, you know. But then God says, like, you know, he, like when, when I think in Isaiah when he goes off, like, because he's like, bro, you guys do this and you guys all this stuff. Yeah. But then he's like, but let's settle this. Even though your sin is like scarlet, I'll make it as white as wool. Mm. Right. So it's like, yeah, he, he, there's anger. There's the, this like because there's there's sin. There's bro, like right. you always do this. But then he's like, but let's settle it. Right. You come to me and I will forgive you. I will heal your land. I will do all these things. Mm. He stays faithful when we aren't. I mean, in the prophet, there was a prophet that had to marry a, a prostitute, right? Mm. God told him to marry a prostitute, right? And it's like, yeah, he married them. But the thing was, he married the woman knowing that he she would not stay faithful. And it was just like a, a basically like an example of how God is with us. It's like, yo, like now see how it feels. To, to like to have show constant love to and you, you, he couldn't divorce the woman right? right to show constant love and love and, and always forgiving always showing love even though you know they will not stay faithful to you and it's like wow and that was like one prophet right but it's like and, and also with jonah he runs away he runs away from god he thinks he can hide from the lord oh lord have mercy he thinks he can hide <laughs> from know, god how he many goes, times have we done that how many times, he, how many we times have we done that how many yeah. times have i done that right he goes on the boat tries to get out of here he can't he gets swallowed up by a big fish Damn. but then he goes and it's like yeah bro there's there's broken people like and there's people that don't want to do what god said tell them to do like jonah but then god still uses him god's still patient with him after he swallows him back out i mean the fish swallows him out uh spits him out yeah. you know god's like all right go uh, same thing go keep going go same plan. jonah's like and then of course the bible says then jonah you know he he went he well go. it'd be unacceptable if you yeah right after, like, after, bro, after that, that what do you, you what do you like, need after that man bro, facts. but it's like bro it's just a constant showing of god and how loving forgiving patient he is with us right and yeah it's just beautiful yeah. you see his heart you see and, his nature and, and, and something i love about the bible and something i was learning was the authors were like poetic and literary geniuses yeah and so the way they wrote the bible they would specifically and purposely kind of be vague sometimes with the stories mm. to allow us to put ourselves in that position because think about it let's say for the story of jonah if it would have said like jonah was feeling this 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 the reason for him to that his reason for not doing what uh he what god wanted him to do was this 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 it would kind of be too specific for us to put ourselves in that position. Mm. See that? I see that. And so it's really cool the fact that we we can kind of put ourselves in the shoes of a lot of these people in the Bible and be like, I understand. Mm. Or I feel Jonah. Yeah. I understand why he did that. And it's like, do you? Why? And then that creates for, for a, a different understanding, a different revelation from God for each mm. different person reading it. Because we could read the same story from the Bible and get two completely different lessons yeah, for it yeah or even a verse you know we read the same verse right. now we read it three months later in a whole different situation and we're like wait what that's what it means yeah i'm living it right now yeah and and, and that's the thing and because of that you can you can study the same story of the bible for your entire life and every time you will learn something new mm, get you a new perspective under, uh, get a new view exactly. on exactly yeah exactly and 
And the Bible is so long that like you can spend your entire life studying it and you will continue to learn from it. You won't probably You're never done. Yeah. You're never done reading it. And so it it's amazing. It 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 truly is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 so we talked about how in the beginning of time, right, uh they eat the apple. Yeah. Adam and Eve eat the apple because they wanted the ability to this I guess decipher good and evil. Yeah. Right? So they eat the apple and they basically wanted to take things into their own hands. They wanted to be God. They wanted the power to themselves. They said, I got this. God, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm. I know what's good and what's wrong. And so human humans and Babylon and this whole issue starts happening where they redefine what good and evil is. Yeah. In their own way, which obviously doesn't work out and people are devastated and sin and its consequences are devouring these people. And how, how would they know? They're not living. Exactly. How would they know what's actually right and wrong? And and so something that the Bible helps us see is their mistakes, first of all, but it helps us see truth from falsehood mm. in a world where so many opinions are absolutely like covering us in every step that we take in this so world. So many truths coming out of this way, that way, this yeah. way, that way. So then you're just, your mind is looking everywhere and you're like, what is truth? Cause this side is saying this, this side is saying the opposite. My mom is saying this, but my friends are saying this. Well, what's actually right? Mind blown. You and, and you're gonna get nowhere. Yeah, you're gonna get nowhere because you'll be believing a falsehood for your whole life. And something that somebody tells you, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna choose that. I think that's the truth. And you live years believing that truth, Crazy. and you end up finding out, or you end up not feeling joy not feeling peace and not feeling comfort and feeling distracted and confused and without purpose without calling now you're depressed and you're like what is going on and Mm. so the bible is kind of it's not a rule book it's a lifestyle it's a way of living it's life it's It's a way for you to see okay god and, and i heard this from a friend recently and it was absolutely touching because he was like I, I have believed this my entire life and I still do. I don't understand why God says it's wrong, but I pray that God shows me why I'm wrong because out of my own understanding, for me, it looks fine, but from God, he's telling me don't do that. So I want to learn how, why he sees that and why he says that mm. so that I can look at it from his perspective. Mm. I thought that was beautiful. I thought it was absolutely mature spiritually, physically, mentally, all of it. Because it was like, okay, I believe this, but I don't really care what I believe. Mm. I want to understand, God, I want you to alter my heart and and transform my mind. Give me the wisdom. Give me wisdom so that I can see it from your perspective. What is it you're trying to protect me from? Because these rules aren't to limit you from not having life. The Mm. Bible is not trying to squeeze you out so that you you have to like block the whole world and live in your in your in your room forever and not talking, not saying anything, not believing anything, not having fun. No, what the Bible and God's commands and God's advice. I don't even want to call it advice because it's like strong recommendations. It's like it's like commands. Commands. Yeah, is a way for you to actually live life. Mm-hmm. He is saying, you think you're going to find life here. You're not. You might see that, but I see the whole picture. You're seeing what you see now in the present. I'm trying to show you and protect you from not living life, from being dead in sin. Mm. 
And so a lot of times it's like, I want to do this, but the Bible says, don't do it. Hmm. God, what is it you're trying to protect me from? What is the truth that you're trying to have me see? Yeah. Because yeah. I've believed this my whole life. Everybody around me has taught me this. Why is this wrong? And I know that's another thing about the Bible is our world continues to change. If you look back even just 10 years, just 10, just 10, well, yeah, the different. world was completely, completely different. You go back another 10, completely, completely different. Hmm. Another 10, we don't got phones. We don't got iPhones. We don't have all these powerful laptops. Crazy. So hold on. There's people in this lifetime that that I can meet that have that have no idea what a cell phone is, or or are just now learning what a cell phone is. To me, that's bizarre. And to think that this this book was written over two thousand years ago, and still teaches me what to do and what not to do and how to live life correctly is yep. is insane. It is crazy to me. So how do we read the Bible? How do we read this amazing thing? <laughs> yeah. How, like, how do we, after how going, do we even, after going off on it for how, do we how amazing start? it is? How do we even start? What do we do? Right. So how do you read the Bible? So there's, I mean, just read it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm no. just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, first things first, right? Where do you start? If you haven't, if you haven't started yet, mm. simply just start in the gospels, right? Either Mark or John at the Bible I read says that you just start in John. Yeah. A lot of people, I mean, Mark, but people say John. Whichever one, right. do that, right? Um, but for some practical steps, if you have a physical Bible and you check the front, it might say this, but there's three things that you should remember when reading the Bible. There is observation, interpretation, mm. and application, right? So observation is clearly just like, you know, what's being said here? Like, what is it? Who's saying it? Who's it to? In a way, right? Just kind of just, just seeing what, what is going on. Like, what's going on in, mm. in this in this scenario, right? Like, who is he speaking to? Like, Jesus, oh, is he talking to his disciples? Or the Pharisees, who is he talking to here? Oh, you know, all that stuff. Interpretation is like kind of going a little more deeper into it. Like I said, like, okay, what's the audience? Who's the primary audience? Like, you know, you do check Matthew, right? The primary audience for the gospel of Matthew is the Jews. Like Matthew was trying to talk to his fellow Jews and trying to make them believe, hey, this is actually the Messiah. And so you see in Matthew that Matthew quotes a lot of Old Testament. So he can prove that Jesus is the Messiah, the one, the, the, the one that's waited for, right? right? The, the, right. The, the king, he is the Messiah. And so you see that, but you wouldn't know that if you didn't kind of just look at it, like see, okay, like, or ask the question of where is this for, who is it intended to, right? Like or with John, at the end of John, he says like, he didn't include everything Jesus did because if he did, he would need like a whole book to fill the whole, whole earth or something like that, right? Yeah. And so what that is, is like you interpret that and it's like, oh wait, so everything John, all like the whatever miracles that Jesus did, the things that John put in this book there's a reason for it. Mm. He could have put a bunch of other ones, but he decided to choose these. So why these? Right. And so you kind of read it with that scenario, with that perspective. It was like, okay, so he added this into this book. Why did he add this into this? Mm. Right. And kind of asking those questions. Just a, just going deeper into it, like, and really seeing what's going on here with the parables, not just reading it plainly, but seeing why he said that parable. What does that mean? Um, like the building house in the rock, building house in the sand. What is that saying? Apply what you read like mm. do what do what i'm saying right do what jesus is saying and the application is plain and simple it's like okay what changes now Ooh, that's a good right? question pretty simple application is what is what does that mean for me mm. what do i have to do right if you read something in like what i just read about the whole building house on sand maybe after reading that you're like you know what i should probably start applying what i've been reading 
And so you start applying these things or anything. It's just like, what changes do I have to make now? Wow. Especially in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus talks about anger, he talks about lust. It's like, what changes do I have to make now in my life because of what I just read? And it's simple. Wow. And that's like, again, these are very practical things, mm. but have them in mind to kind of have a structure when you are reading it. Right. Just to kind of get the most out of it yeah. and see what's really being said at the moment. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That that That's going to help a lot of people mm. when they go to read the Bible. Um, I would also pray before you read. Yeah. I, I would pray and prepare your heart, open your heart, open your mind. Um, a lot of times we can go in closed-minded in reading. We're like, you know what? I'm going to read, but... Yeah. You know, mm. We're not we're not ready to be taught. Mm. We need to be open and teachable. And, and and so, you know, just ask God to help you with that and to help help you see and reveal to you what God wants to show you in that passage you're about to read. God, what is it you want to highlight to me? What is it you want me to learn, to understand, to apply to my life? What is it so that um you can actually do that and you could receive from the Bible because anybody could read words on a page. Mm. But it's about actually applying it to your own life. Yeah. Right? Also get into a routine. Get into a routine. You won't learn how to live life the way Jesus wants you to live life if you're reading the Bible once a year, once a month. I dare even say once a week. We should be reading it every day. Some of you were like, nah, bro. That's, that's, <laughs> I was like, that's no. a lot. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. No, that's no. a lot. But it's true. It is yeah. very true. Yeah. It definitely. is very true. Um, and this doesn't just go for people that want to be pastors and want to be have a lot of knowledge and stuff. Like, absolutely not. If you want life, read the Bible. Like every yeah, like every every day. Every day. Read, read the Bible. If you if every you day. want if you're saying I need to change, I want my life to be different. I want to find breakthrough. Yeah. I want to find transformation in my heart and renewal in my heart. I want to find redemption. I want to find transformation in my mind and my thoughts. I want to learn truth. I, I want to live life the correct way. I want to feel alive. I don't want to just be living, but I want to feel alive. You got to get deep into the Bible. Read the Bible. Read I've, the Bible. I'll share a verse real quick. <clears throat> James 1, 22, 23 and 25. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves, for if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in the mirror. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, yo, this kind of cut off. We'll cut off. The verse. You did, you did not paste the rest? <laughs> yeah, it says, it, says, it says glancing at your face in the mirror. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Just search Sorry, up, funny, search up the verse. I had a verse. funny moment. I had a funny moment. No, because it. it says like, you know, glancing at your face, the, the, what the, the what, what law? What the rest of the verse says is looking at your glancing at your, at your face in the mirror and then going away and then forgetting what your face looks like. But it didn't say that here. So it just says it's like glancing at your face in the mirror. But if you look carefully, it's, it's like, no, <laughs> no, I would have, I'll just finish it. Okay. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. Mm. I feel like that blessing is just like, man, you're going to be blessed by knowing all this wisdom. Well, what's your, what's, so what's your interpretation of that verse? Of this verse? People, yeah. Let's apply it right now. Uh, what did you observe from that verse? What I observed is that James is talking to people who read the Bible or, or read all this, you know, no. He's talking to people that know things that know, oh yeah, that's, that's bad to do, but do it anyways. Mm. Right. So it's kind of like, hey, if, if you know that what you're doing is not right, then do it. Right. I mean, then not do it. Sorry. <laughs> then don't do it. Yeah. 
And so for me, it's like, again, I, I take this and I'm like, is there anything in my life that I know is not right mm. and I'm doing it still? Yeah, all of us. Right? And it's like, am I? I mean, no. You don't think so? What? You don't think we all have stuff that we know is wrong that we still do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For no, I mean, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Man, it looked at me like I said the no, worst I thought, thing ever. I thought you said follow us. So I was like, no, I, I mean, do you, just, do you just plug, do you just put a plug during the, yo, I, just, <laughs> I yo, thought you, I man, thought you, man is mad deep, mad spiritual. I'm like, yo, follow us. <laughs> that's what I, bro, I'm telling you, I was like, I'm trying to understand that I'm reading it. And I, no I was, way. Follow us. Like, <laughs> there's no way this guy just plugged the, plugged the Insta. No, but follow plugged, us. Plug the good. social media yeah. during the episode. <laughs> anyways, check out, check out this anyways, social. but yeah, like I said, this, for me, it's like, I read this, I'm like, okay, is there anything in my life? Oh, that i'm doing that i know is wrong yeah. and so it's like reflecting on that seeing if there is or if there's a verse that i know that applies to a situation but i'm not using the wisdom i'm getting from that verse on the situation mm. it's like kind of realizing that and say okay am i doing that or am i not doing it yeah. and let me change this because i'm being a fool basically that. yeah basically <laughs> that's what it's saying yeah <laughs> being foolish jeez man wow that's the that's this is a roller coaster episode, huh? Yeah, that's the that's the word of God right there, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope you guys got some wisdom from it, some understanding yes. of who's the Bible, what is the Bible, how is the Bible, and how do I apply that to my life? Bro, what? <laughs> what? follow us, yo. Follow us. Guy, I'm telling you, if you go back, all I heard was follow us. No, no, you guys are my witnesses. You guys yeah, I guess, I guess. Leave it in the comments to prove to him that I did not say follow us. Just say that. I said all say, of us. Just say that he said follow us just so it makes you no, feel better. No. But anyways. But we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, we love you so much. Yes. Check out the Patreon. Check out the Patreon. And, it's um, awesome. Yeah. We'll see you guys yeah. next read the, week. Read the Bible, please. Facts. Read the Bible. You, yeah. you want God to speak to you? Okay. Read the Bible. Yo, what's your favorite verse? Say your favorite verse right now. Don't waste the people's time. Say your favorite verse. John 10 10. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. You guys put your favorite verse down below in the comments. We want to know what your favorite verse is. What is that one verse that keeps you going? We love you guys and we'll see you guys for the next episode. Peace yeah, out, don't everybody. look at me. Peace out, everybody. Peace out.